Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Diaz, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, this is Ed. Let's go right to episode 341, titled, A Letter from James, the Half-Brother of Jesus, Part 1. You can find this in James chapter 1. In the gospel account that Matthew wrote, he informed us that following the miraculous birth of Jesus, Mary and Joseph had four sons and at least two daughters of their own. He recorded the names of their sons, and one of them was James. Although they were siblings through Mary, James and Jesus had different fathers. Early in his life, James had not supported his older brother's claim to be the Son of God. But shortly after Jesus was raised from the dead, he visited his younger brother. This startling appearance changed James's life forever. He became a leader in the fledgling Christian movement along with Peter. Eventually, James was chosen to be the pastor of the church in Jerusalem. Each time Paul returned from a missionary journey, James was there to listen and offer encouragement. Because he had become a strong and vocal supporter of Jesus' deity and resurrection, James was targeted by the Jewish leaders. There is no mention of his death in the Bible, but several different historical accounts tell us that he was martyred during Paul's imprisonment in Rome. Sometime before his death, James wrote a letter to Jewish believers who had been forced to flee Jerusalem and Judea for fear of persecution. They had been uprooted from their jobs and homes and scattered all over the Roman world. Suddenly, their lives were filled with hardship and fear. The letter James wrote to them was an instruction manual on how to grow in their faith despite the tough circumstances they were facing. The first instruction James gave these suffering believers was to look at the various trials they were facing as reasons for joy, not sorrow. James explained that God allowed them to go through such trials to test their faith and make it stronger. As they faced trials, their faith would grow and their relationship with God would mature. Soon, there would be no weak places in their lives for Satan to exploit. James explained that if anyone was having trouble finding this kind of joy that he was talking about, they should ask God. Then God would give them all the wisdom they needed to view their trials from his point of view. The key was to trust him. James addressed the believers who were struggling to make ends meet. He told them not to be discouraged about their low position in society. Instead, they should be proud of the high position they could enjoy as children of God. James then warned the believers who were not struggling financially to be careful. They should not become boastful or proud because they had no idea how long their wealth would last. James said it could pass away as quickly as a wild flower withers in the sun. Their joy should be based on their eternal relationship with God, not on their temporary financial status. And James promised that those who persevered through this time of testing would be rewarded. Just as winning athletes in their day wore laurel wreaths to symbolize their achievement, believers who grew through their trials would one day receive a crown of life, a reward that would set them apart as champions. Think about it. Have you experienced suffering? If so, in what ways? How do you respond when things get tough? The way we choose to respond to trials reveals how well we know and trust God. James explained that if we believe that God loves us, and is in control of our lives, we will have joy. Paul also explained how we should respond to suffering, using many of the same terms that James did. In Romans 5.3, Paul wrote this, We can rejoice when we run into problems and trials, 
for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation, and this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us, because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. Now go and rejoice in your trials today. (laughs) 